Ryan White's Crown Goes Viral, the series for Yud Aleph Nissen. This is Saratova Best. Short Vart for Erev Shabbos. Here's the question. Who's staying at home and what are you doing staying at home? And we want to do this year, the Rafua Shlema for Levi Ben Hanapriva and all Chayla Yisrael that need a Rafua Shlema, especially from this particular maka. So in spite of the difficulty and the what we're going through, and some people might feel it's a little insensitive to come with little vertlach on it, but on the other hand, we need to lift things up and see a deeper perspective. So here's the question. What are we doing staying at home? We're, of course, not going to go through the the whole medical thing that everybody knows of the spreading and the and the contagion. That's not what we're... What is it, Baruchnius? Because there are so many pieces to this puzzle that are really puzzling that we have the next three weeks, let's say, until Pesach, to puzzle, to, to piece them all together and try to make some sense, I'll be Tyra, of what's going on. So here's, here's the Nakuda. Really, in general, we see in history that when, God forbid, there was a problem of, against the Yidden, let's say the Crusades, Hayalatia, Esav was out to get Yaakov. Esav was against Yaakov and coming in mobs just to, God forbid, destroy and annihilate. God forbid. This we know. And what would everybody do? Everybody would lock themselves up. They would not stay home. It wasn't safe at home physically. Clearly it wasn't safe at home physically because it wasn't the right place to be Baruchnius. So we knew that by the fact that the only safe place was in the shul, everybody together. All the Yidden of, of the town gathered in the shul, bolted the door, and davened to Hashem to save them. And there were some miracles where they were saved. Only when it comes to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, to going from Gullus to Geula, do we find that Hashem says, Va'atem l'seitzu ishmi Pesach Pesach. Do not go out anyone out of his house, out of the door of his house. Stay in your homes and do not go out. And then, of course, Vavar Hashem lingaifes mitzrayim varas adam al amashkaf al shtei mezuzayis v'chasach Hashem al pesach la'yiten amashkis la'yiten Hashem la'mashkis la'boyal b'techem lingaif. So, because Hashem will pass through to smite the mitrim, and when he sees the blood on the lintel, on the two side posts, Hashem will pass over the door, and he won't let the destroyer come into your houses to, to smite you, God forbid. So we were told, stay home, every family alone in their home, to be safe. To be safe, Baruchnius. Not just safe, what we're doing here now, to be safe, Baruchnius. And the question we want to ask ourselves, and this is a, a research question in, in progress, what's the difference, Baruchnius, between the Crusades, Hayalatia, and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? That one would demand that we all run to the shul as a group together, and our Kayach is in being together as a group, as it almost always is, in Jewish life, everything is about groups. 
we're always together. Our kaiyuch is from gathering together in minyanim and learning in yeshivas. And the Rav Amhadras Melech, we know this. And when we're facing Esav, and Esav has in mind what he used to have in mind before his purification, then we need to be together. Our kaiyuch together in a shul is what enables us to fight, fight off Esav. We need to be one unified body together. Okay, that we know. The interesting thing is now that we've come to the point in history where the Rebbe says, Lubavitcher Rebbe says in Parshas Vayete, Tavshin on base in 1992, but the Bureau of Esav has been done. So now Esav is in a totally different position vis-a-vis us, vis-a-vis Yaakov Avinu, and we know that and we see that as exemplified by the U.S. president being there to assist Yaakov Avinu, for the most part, in Geula, in Geula. But, so the question is, why not run to the shul the night of going out of Mitzrayim? After all, we had Taro as our adversary, him running after us. So why didn't we all run to the shul to be safe? as opposed to the other time when Asab just wanted us off the face of the earth. What was the battle, Baruchnius, that was going on in Mitzrayim? Among many battles, one of the main ones was the question of who, how nature works and who is in charge of nature. Is it Paro or is it Lahabdul Maishar Venu? Who's in charge of nature? Who's in charge of deciding what the world of nature is all about? And of course, the question is, why did we need to go to this place where this battle was happening? Why was this question important for us? Because we were about to, we were going from Eretz Yisrael, where it's miraculous, stopped off for a couple of hundred years in Mitzrayim to be trained and upgraded to then go to Matantaira, Harsinai, where we would now be thrust into a world of nature forever through Tyre Mitzvah. And even more so in Yemaisa Mashiach, a world where you're involved with the Gashmias and that's what you're supposed to be doing. You don't separate from the Gashmias, but you are involved in the Gashmias. So we spent a couple of hundred years in Mitzrayim learning about being enslaved to the mindset of nature. Paro's mindset versus Meishervena's mindset. Paro says, what do you mean? This is a natural world. I'm in charge. <laughs> you know, I, I'm the god of this world. And Meishervena is saying the same thing. I will give you rain. I will give you grass. <coughs> I will give you all of this. And Meishervena is speaking about the laws of nature belonging to Hashem. So nature, as opposed to three categories, nature, the world of Elohim, where Hashem is running the world invisibly, but you don't see it through Elohim. And then the third level is Havaya, Yudke Vavke, where Hashem is openly making miracles, the ten makos, breaking all, everything, changing all of nature, and then giving us the ability to bring it all down into nature and live a naturally miraculous life a naturally miraculous life. 
And hence, we see that in Parshas Nayach, Tavshin and Base, 57-52, the Rebbe spoke all about Havaya coming into Elohim, about miracles coming into everyday life, and the transition. The transition. Nayach walked out of the Teva, out of the Ark, and it was a brand new world. A new world in which everyday life could be miraculous. Everyday life could be miraculous. And the Rebbe ended off the Sicha by saying that on, that on Yom Kippur, we end Yom Kippur by saying, seven times. Clearly a Sicha in which in that week, Havaya was bring, being brought down into Elohim. Miracles were being brought into nature. The pores on the world of nature were being opened up to absorb miracles. And the pores of the Jewish people were being opened up to be able to receive miracles and be comfortable with everyday life becoming miraculous and us being the co-creators of miracles. And when it comes to the month of Nisan in a few days from now, that becomes the that is the identity of the month. Yidden being able to be co-creators of miracles with Hashem. So back to the question, what are we doing staying at home? So at home in that night when the last piece of the battle was being fought, we were about to leave Mitzrayim. The the first fruits, the Bukharim of Mitzrayim who stood for the power of nature, the Nile River overflows and it waters the grass. Life just is what it is. In, in modern terms, meaning if, 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 your, mother, uh, if your mother always had uh, dry skin on her elbow, you're always going to have dry skin on your elbow and that's just hereditary and that's just your genetic way and there's no fighting nature. That was the old way. That was Paro's way. Maishar Benu said, wait a minute, every single second the world is created anew. Those patterns, those are patterns of nature, but Havaya Yudke Vavke, Hashem when he creates miracles, every single moment it's a brand new world. In this next world, you could have undry, you don't have to have dry skin on your elbow just because your mother always did. That's in the world of Paro. In the world of Maishar Benu, Results are unpredictable. Everything is brand new. And this battle was being fought for 200 years because Paro said, aha, I have enslaved you Jews with your attitude about Havaya, about miracles, really. Do you see any miracles for yourselves? I have won and you have lost. Until everything started to turn around and at the last moment when the big heavy guys, the mafia, of Mitzrayim fought each other to let us go. And Paro himself said, go to Harsinai. Go now to Harsinai. You won. You won. Maishar Benu, you won. I give in. I give up. Go. At this moment, in this crucial moment, the last moment of winning the battle for rulership for definition of what nature is does it run the world or does or are we higher than nature 
at this moment, what were we asked to do? Remain in our private homes. Not run to the shoal, not run to a common place where all the Yidden of Mitzrayim all gather together. Every family was told, go to, stay in your home, lock the door with your family, do not come out. Vatem Lasetu, this is Parshas Bay, Yud base in, in the Perak Yud base. Vatem Lasetu, Ishmi Pesach Besai. And you shall not go out, anyone out of the door of his house. Everybody is told to stay home. And somehow, that is a piece of the puzzle, one of the main tools in enabling us to leave the Mitzar, the limitation of Mitzrayim, the limitation of slavery, and go to the Geula, and go to Matantaira. And in our case, to go from Gullus to Geula, through this transition, and do not go out of your house, as strange as it seems. Do not go out of your house. Each family alone, sitting and eating their carbon Pesach, their, having their, their matzah, their carbon Pesach, everybody alone, separated, which we're not used to. And this is a piece of the tool to enable us to transition from Gullus to Geula. And in our case, to prepare for the ultimate matzah, Tarachadasha. And so we ask ourselves the question, why? What is the connection between staying home and going from Gullus to Geula? And I'm only going to offer a tiny piece of the thought, and maybe next week more, more, more info on the way, please God. And I'm going to suggest the following, that although there are classically all the benefits to us being together as Yidden, and that's what, that's what we do as Yidden, we're in groups always, and it's a good thing. But in the final analysis at the last second, from Gullus to Geula, what does Hashem want? Hashem wants an apartment. He wants a dir betachtanim. Everybody knows these words coming out of your ears. Dir betachtanim. Hashem wants an apartment, a dira, a house down here. He wants his own apartment. And the Rebbe says, when a person is in his own home, you know, he might be, there, there are certain people who will never eat in public. They'll go to lachayims and weddings and this and that. They never eat. They're not comfortable eating in public. They go home, then they <laughs> fill up. Then they fill up. So there's a way that you act in public when you're with the group. And there's an advantage of being with a group. And then there's a way that you act when you're alone in your home. And the Rebbe speaks about this all the time, saying Hashem wants to be the way he really is, you know, kick off your shoes, sit on the couch, put on your slippers, you know, be yourself, but in a holy way. Hashem wants to just kick off his shoes, relax, sit on the couch, learn a mimer, you know, learn a mimer, practice the mimer, practice the fear kashas. Hashem wants to practice the fear kashas sitting on the couch, Listening to Rabbi Goldstein's tape, let's learn the Haggadah. I encourage everybody to uh, listen to it. I have some copies. And you learn every, every year. The kids are ready for the, ready for the Seder when you listen to it all whole month. But Hashem wants to sit there on the couch, kick off his shoes, be himself in his own home, in his own apartment, with his slippers on, learning the fear kashas. And there's something to this. Whatever the energy is about 
as it's called in Hasidic terms, Atmos being revealed as it really is. Not with the lavush, not with the cloak, not how you look in public. Don't smooth your hair, you know, don't fix your shaitel, don't put on your makeup, just it, with your slippers. Hashem wants to be with his slippers down here. That's called Dir Betachtaining. And that has everything to do with going to Geula. So maybe in all this insanity, and again, we say everybody should be healed immediately and nobody, no Yid should have any affliction from this craziness, God forbid. There's a something that we see of Hashem giving us a message by saying, guys, stay home for a little bit because there's stuff happening outside and it's not for you. I don't want it to come to your home. It's not for you. Stay home, because at the end of the day, says Hashem, you know where I want to be? At home. So I'm at home, you're at home, and in Mir Tashem, we'll all find ourselves in the true home, in that true dear betachtanim with Hashem, with our slippers, and it will expand and become part of, our homes will become part of, the base of Mitzvah Shlishi, and it should be immediately 